everyone. Welcome back to Tent Talks. It's Stacy, and I'm going to be doing a solo episode today about habits and routines. And what kind of made me think about this episode is I went on a road trip recently in my new car, and I was reading this book called The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weist. I'm not sure how to say the last name. And I kind of was... I kind of was a little hesitant about this book because it seemed like something that had a cult following. Like <gasps> when everybody became like a coach and started charging like thousands of dollars per session to tell you what to do, this book kind of felt like it was part of that cult vibe of people who've read one book or taken a course and then become a life coach that charges thousands of dollars per per session with them. It kind of felt like that. But then I just decided to soften and listen to the message. And, you know, of course, I have my own critique of the book. There are things that I loved and there are things that I didn't. But the resounding message that I was really set on was this idea of starting where you're at. People have said this in all contexts it's just the way that she said it somehow really resonated with my heart and soul. And she was explaining that it's easy to say that like materialism doesn't matter to you if you have all of your material needs met. And it's easy to like love your body if you've spent a lifetime curating it, getting surgeries and modifying it. And it's easy to, you know, like be grateful for relationships if you're in a stable relationship. And, you know, she's just going through all of these things. The real courage in life is starting where you're at and loving and appreciating and giving yourself chances and opportunities regardless of where you are in life. And so I was thinking about that in context of myself because I think we all get caught up in this trap of when I'm here, then I can love and appreciate myself or I can afford myself opportunities. I can invest in things that would celebrate that. But that only reinforces perfectionism and negative patterns in our brain. The real trip, the real journey in life is beginning where you are and loving and celebrating and acting as if. So some examples in my life that I was thinking about initially are sometimes I think to myself, well, I'll start doing that when I feel more comfortable in my body. Well, I'll start doing that when I make X amount of money. Like I'll I'll go on a vacation when this happens or I'll do this. You know, there's a, this condition for me. And recently I have taken a couple of just small getaways, overnighters here and there. And it's rejuvenated my heart and soul so much. And after going years without traveling because of the pandemic and and also, you know, some money stuff with my business. It's felt like a big luxury to even take a weekend and go somewhere. And there's something about 
allowing yourself and affording yourself things without putting a lot of conditions and just starting where you're at. I don't need to go for two weeks and go on a trip to Hawaii or whatever. I can just right now where I am at within my budget, within my means, I can just travel somewhere for a night for two nights and do something fun. And to be reminded of that where I don't have to make a grandiose plan, which would then create the sabotage. And I was thinking about like how to do this with everyday goals that maybe are not big like traveling, but just more self-appreciation and more self-adorning practices. And I was thinking about what happened recently when I had some dental work I had a major dental procedure and my focus was to, um, I got a bone graph and I really needed my bone to become really strong because I have to get an implant. So I started this procedure of regularly taking vitamins like every morning and every evening, just creating this habit. And I realized, whoa, habits are really hard to maintain because you have to be really mindful and you have to slow down and you have to remember to do the thing and you have to commit to yourself to do the thing. And I've never really had to take something, you know, rigorously, but I was, I was moving toward a goal of wanting my jaw to be really healthy and giving myself every possible nutrient. And so I talked to the dentist about nutrients that help bone growth or what he would suggest. And he had like one idea. And then I, you know, did some further research on my own. And I've just started investing. I talked to a nutritionalist, and she recommended some vitamins. And I've been doing that morning and evening, like I said, and what it's done is it helped me create this routine that I get into. And people are always talking about night routines and morning routines and which one's better and which one's to invest in and yada, yada. And what I've realized for myself is that it takes me quite a bit of time to wind down at night and that my night routine means a lot more to me than my morning routine. And having a consistent night routine has really changed my day. And I set an alarm clock and it goes off every evening at like 7.15. And that's a reminder that I'm not gonna be eating anymore and I'm not gonna be doing anything that's very stimulating, like nothing violent, nothing hard to digest, nothing activating, like dim the lights. Just start telling my brain that you've gotta get into slower pace now. And it's really weird because even if I'm out and about and doing things still at that time of day, my brain is now getting into the mode of like, okay, you're going to have to wind down so that by 10 or 11, you can actually feel relaxed enough to go to bed. And this is something that I think certain brains, they need a lot more decompression time, or they need to have like, cues to decompress. And especially if like, I love nighttime. I love being a night owl. I love the quiet of the night. It's, it's actually 
sometimes hard for me to want to go to bed because I enjoy the night so much. And in the summers, I love to sit outside into the late evening and just look up at the stars and have conversations and friends and just be outside. I think there's something that's really intimate about evenings. And this habit of taking my vitamins. And then I've been building upon and now I'm doing stretching and now my face night routine and my teeth night routine. I'm just adding small incremental changes. Every couple of weeks, I'll add something new to my routine. And it takes me several hours to get ready for bed. And it's not rigid. There's a lot of wiggle room. But I'm I'm creating this process in my brain of like, you're doing these things, it's now time to go to bed. And it's been so beneficial that I've been thinking about habits. And it's taken me on this deeper dive of, of self-creation. And I think one thing that this book, The Mountain Is You, was lacking is it was really lacking talking about a lot of environmental problems and systemic problems. But there are a lot of things that are in our control. And something that that is within our control are certain habits that we can acquire. And sometimes these have to be completely free habits, like the ability to just take five minutes and stretch before bed or brushing your teeth or breathing. Sometimes it's habits like that or just drinking a cup of tea. And I think for the majority of people, these things are very possible. I mean, I can't speak on behalf of everybody in their situation, but these mindful habits around something and then building upon those habits, it really starts to impact other parts of your life because you start noticing how much control you do have in your life. There was so much time dedicated that I was just numbing out and not being present. And habits force you to be present in this weird way because because you're keeping track of things, you're having something. And at first, like me, you might have to set a timer. And you might have to really have loud external cues or boundaries to help you keep on your habits, but eventually your body will crave it. You know, an example of that is just like taking your dog out for a walk Once you get into the habit of taking your dog out for a walk, one thing, your dog's not going to really let you not take them for a walk. They're going to do everything to like say, I'm ready, let's go. But you also, your body wants to, it craves habits. And that's something that I feel maybe I just wasn't hearing that message for the first half of my life or or more than half of my life. Maybe I just wasn't hearing that, but I've become renewed with this process with taking these vitamins and trying to care for my mouth. And there's even this time in my day sometimes where 
I conjure up this image of the ideal me, the most healthy, the most well, the most, you know, beautiful aspect of my soul, what would they do? And so it's even like referring to this, this idealized person that I'm creating, well, what would they do? And I know what they would do. Because the information is within me, they would make certain choices or or elevate themselves in a way that's very self-respecting and that that's very intentional with life. And what seemed hard and rigid has now become this game of of creation. And there are still a lot of things, don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of things that I have blocks around doing regularly. And when you're in the process of creating habits, your brain is feeling threatened. And you have to get through that part where your brain wants to sabotage and wants you to go back to the old routine. So you you have to build up enough tolerance and then like your body has to enjoy it and your brain has to enjoy it long enough for it to be something that your body really wants and craves for you to do. Because when you disrupt a rhythm, your brain freaks out. It's telling you something is wrong. We're doing something different. And that's what I mean about this really mindful process. Because when when you're doing something new or even just like adding something to a routine. Like when I started adding an herbal bath onto my nightly routine, it was like really disruptive because it takes more time than say like brushing your teeth. And my brain was freaking out so much because it was like, well, now I can't do this and I can't do that. And I, I was going through all of these like worst case scenarios of all these things that I can't do and social engagements that I didn't have and like pretend scenarios. I was creating all of these things because I was like, you can't quite possibly add another thing onto your night routine. And then I could <laughs> after I did it. And I just had to talk myself through and pay attention. First, listen to that inner dialogue that was speaking so loudly, and then acknowledge it, and then proceed with my plan. And now it feels really normal to like, take a bath at night if I want to. And if I don't want to, I don't have to. But it is something that I've been doing for my energetic health and wellness during this time, especially like working with clients. I've always been really fond of taking a bath with a lot of salts and that helps me get rid of other people's energy and it helps me really clear away a lot. But now doing it more consistently, I've really been craving it when I don't do it, when I don't get to have a bath at night, because that is such a luxury. I totally admit that. But when I don't do it, I, I miss it. And I crave it. And I want to do it because it's now so familiar to what I'm doing in the evenings. And when we're spending so much time in our own business, focusing on our own routines, and habits, and even interfacing or like having conversation with this this ideal you, you realize that there's 
so much of the day that we piss away or that we spend on elevating other people. And when we pull our energy back into ourselves and we do the things that we really want to do, we can actually accomplish a lot more and we can start becoming elevated versions of ourselves that are not just ideals outside of us, but that are really possible. And I think sometimes we make things harder than they are. And, And while I will admit it is hard to find your own routines and rhythms, and it is hard to say yes to yourself and really follow through. It's mostly just hard initially because your brain wants you to keep doing what it was doing before. And if you can just make it through that hump, you can really change your life more easily than I thought was possible. And we'll see. I mean, because, you know, with every new habit that I add, my brain does freak out and and there are only so many things that that your nervous system can handle but it's part of nervous system regulation when you can start to do the things that you want to do and that your body and brain can get on the same track and schedule and agree to those things i don't know if this is making any sense but but i think this is coming from this place of healing is slow you can do habits and you can get in a rhythm and a routine, but something that really sticks with you for years to come, it takes small, consistent steps. And I've been really focusing on my nightly routine for years, but it it wasn't until this idea of adding vitamins that something really clicked and connected. And I was able to step it up a notch and set a timer and and really start prioritizing this before really anything else. And and I don't know what shifted in me, but long lasting shifts, they do take small, consistent years to build up to see results and lasting results. And I just wanted to say that for anybody that's taken a course and done something really big and then come down and off of that high and maybe you're not feeling as motivated or not feeling as on top of the world anymore. It It's a really internal slow process and it's okay because there's a lot of people doing that and it's not showy and it's not always Instagrammable and it's not always something that other people are going to validate you for. It's It's something that as you're creating these habits, you're validating yourself and you're building this new relationship with yourself. And that's the important thing. That's, that's why we're doing all of this. It's because we're building this really strong relationship with ourself and we're playing with life and we're creating and co-creating with life. And it can be, it can be really fun. It's uncomfortable at first, but it can be really fun. And I would recommend reading the book, The Mountain Is You, by the way. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't address issues that I would, and that's okay. I think her perspective is really cool. And I would really recommend the book. If you read it and you find some valuable insight, I'd love to hear about it. I love reading books with people and 
seeing what people absorbed from it. And, and what I got from it is that it, again, it takes courage to start where you are and start creating and planning a life right where you are and being radically honest with yourself and, and building upon something to then create life. And I think, I think that's where I'm going to leave it today is just this concept that, that self and radical acceptance is, is starting right now with everything, all the ingredients and all of the material that are present right now and starting with that. And that's enough. It's enough. Thanks for joining us. And I hope that you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next week on Tent Talks.